smooth operator. <laughs> Motherfucking smooth operator. Yeah, welcome to Code One. Love songs and dedications. Fuck <laughs> yes. The dulcet tones of Chris serenading you. On this Saturday night. <laughs> coming from the ghetto. Um, welcome to, uh, I don't know what episode we're up to, um, Code One Fine Fitness Podcast. It's Matt and Chris talking shit around our mess room table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brought to you by Pure Blonde. Pure Blonde, ultra low carb. Oh, oh, oh. That is very, yeah, not manly. There's a reason um, for that. I discovered I'm getting a bit fat, so. Hmm. Hmm. No well, well, just not discovering. Um, yeah, so many months laid out the knee kind of does that to you. Yeah. So. Yep, sure does, there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, and I'm drinking bourbon tonight. Um, yes, and get all of your merch at code1crew.com. We have two new shirts up there um, that is on pre order. Pre order at the moment. Um, probably sort that next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it down probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, mid next week or oh, something like that. Well, we'll leave them up. So if anyone else wants an order, but yeah, we'll still get some in stock anyway. And yeah, okay. pre-order all in next week. You can hear that we're very organised. We are. Yeah. Yes. We've discussed this in depth. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Um, how you going? Good. Yeah, good. Um, the other night I had first house fire mm. in about two years. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. That's awesome. Well, no, for you, okay. not for the people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was going well. Um, <laughs> That's very good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, it was a weird setup. Like, the house uh, was divided into, like, four separate units. I don't know whether that was a legal build. Oh, <laughs> When they divided it into four units, um, but the unit that was on fire, luckily the fire spread stayed in that unit, um, but that unit was completely destroyed. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, you were. I was on the branch. Yeah, you were. You were first arriving. Or as they say in the uh, United States, I was the pipe man. The pipe man. <laughs> is, that, is that the term? Or is oh. the pipe man the guy who ships the stamp pop? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> I was on the branch anyway. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, so you um you were telling me you knocked it down from uh outside and then you went interior. Yeah, so we did, uh as the people at the UL Fire Research Institute call it, a uh transitional attack. Oh. Yeah. Started yeah. defensive. Talk um, dirty to me. <laughs> started defensive, uh hitting it from the outside. Um mm. windows were out, doors. The front door was completely gone. The front door was kind of like made of like chipboard, so it's it's burnt yeah so really quickly yeah um yeah so you know knocked from the outside knocked the bulk of it down until we could start making entry inside mm -hmm. and then started yeah. yeah attacking the rest of it on your knees on your feet gas cooling what'd you do no nah, they had to stand stand the whole time yeah nice yeah because. It had ventilated through wind, like I say, the windows are blown out, so mm. um, and so on. 
um, when the ball was gone, so it had ventilated pretty well. So once we started knocking the fire down, we were able just to keep going straight in and yeah, stay standing and yeah, keep it going. Mm. It's too much effort to go on your knees. Yeah, I got a dicky knee anyway. You but... know, like, <laughs> just walk. You yeah. know, way better, way easier. It's like the old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. No, that's cool, man. That's exciting. No, uh, yeah, man. Back, back CrossFit, two weeks now. Um. I feel like I'm gonna fucking die every time I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it has to be the COVID shot. It's nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been fun going there. Um, doing like a nutrition like challenge. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah. Um, so you pay you pay the gym. And it's like a challenge, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they've got like a nutritionist on board. And mm. First week, it's like, okay, this is what I eat the normal week. And then they're like, okay, we're going to change this. We're going to adjust that. So like this week, I have to hit 200 grams of protein and 230 grams of carbs and 2,500 calories total. And I'm looking at that going, how the fuck am I going to hit that much protein? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think I'll be sucking down a lot of milk. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, get onto that. Get some. Fucking oath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get go to Alley. Get some steaks. Yeah, sure. big ribeyes. They're good. Yeah, man, and they're 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 a bit cheaper than like Coles and Woolies and stuff. Oh, we did a ribeye cook up at work once, man, and it cost us eighty bucks just for ribeyes from Woolies. Mm. And then we got the same ones from Aldi for like the same size. And they were ten bucks each. Yeah. Half the price. Yeah. They're ridiculous. Yeah, man. I, I fucking love Audi. Fucking like two inch thick steaks, man. Oh, so good. Oh, <laughs> love me a bit of fucking two inch meat. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Audi's fucking awesome. Like, are you gonna get a chainsaw? I don't know, but I could. Like get a witch's hat with your milk. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. I might wear it home. Um. Hey, you mean? Yeah, 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 all right, man. Yeah, um, yeah, just been just been working and um, yeah, back into into the gym and shit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, man. I that's pretty much it. I've been um, my my station's actually been having some fires too. Yeah, yeah, um, and not so much locally there was one locally the other day uh well my station is locally to that um but it's all like been different suburbs and stuff so we've had to drive and by the time we get there and sort of yeah it's um they've been they're busy so yeah yeah not good for the people no yeah yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you all know what we mean. Yes, yeah. Um, so no, it's been right. we had a couple of topics we were going to hit. Yep. Um, we're discussing. Uh, and yep. you put a couple of yeah. Up. We had a couple of sponsors for that. You want to do them start. first? Yeah, let's let's uh, knock them over. All right. So I'll just have a look at this one. Uh, the process involved with transferring from auxiliary to full time. Um, in our state, there's none. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I hazard a guess for the um Queenslanders. 
I think it's, I think there's a bit of a pathway for them. Um, I think so. But I, I'm not sure of the parameters, um, but I'm just guessing here, but it'd have to be um, sort of uh, attendance, qualifications, um, and probably good behaviour and your conduct during uh, your time as an auxiliary that would um, con uh, contribute to your application, I guess. Um, they'd probably take that into account. Uh, New South Wales, there is no process for any of that stuff. There's no, uh, basically, if you're a retained or auxiliary or whatever you want to call it, uh, New South Wales, there's no pathway. Pretty sure there's no pathway in any of the states. Mm. Could be wrong. Like hit us up if we're wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just from what I've read, I don't. Pretty sure there's no pathway anywhere. Yeah. Right. Um, which is kind of weird. Yeah. It's 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 kind of strange. Why wouldn't you? You've got a whole pool of keen people. Why wouldn't you draw from there? And they've got experience. Yeah. You know, um, if you've got a fiery that's five, ten, fifteen years on call and they get two or three or 400 calls a year and they've got to make a bare minimum of that. That's a lot of calls. Yeah. And then you've got, uh, you could set some rules around it. You know? mm, yeah, of course. Hit certain learning subjects, all that sort of shit. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think basically as, uh, as an auxiliary or retained or volunteer, if you want to go full time, uh, study your ass off and work out how and understand how the uh, psychometric testing works mm. as your first border call so you can get through that stage. And then uh, obviously in that time you can work on your um, physical. Mm -hmm. So once you get through through the that first stage, you can get through the physical stage. Then you're almost golden, you know, and you get to the interview. By the time you get to the interview, you've got time to prepare. You can research the department you're applying for, um, understand their values, everything that you think you need to know uh, for that department. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, go from there. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think the best part, way to, best advice we can give is just understand how the psychometric testing works so you can get through that at the first stage. Yeah. Yeah, moving those bubbles and whatnot around are oh. a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure on other states or territories or whatever. Um, if they have a process, or even if it gives you a leg up. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. Know. To be honest, we don't really know any people in the other states. So. Yeah. Yeah. Other, I don't. Other than our own. So. Um. But yeah, with our own, there's. Um. Yeah. Nothing. Um. The other one is. Fire departments and state UPFUs take slash response on mandatory vaccines. Um, what are the, uh, I think Victoria. Yeah. Uh, right down there. I think Victoria's mandatory. Um, Union believe they tried to fight it uh, and lost because it was a government directive, not a department directive. Um, 
think, in all honesty, any union trying to uh, try and take on those mandatory vaxes um, and having a stance of here in Australia, <laughs> any union trying to take on the mandatory vax um, and saying that they're you know, having these enforced as shit and trying to fight it in the IRC, uh, I think going to do their firefighter members and service um, and lose like lose the public eye. They'll, they'll look bad in the public eye. Mm. Um, different kettle of fish in America. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, they're fighting it hard. Um, and I think it just comes down to the differences between Americans and Australians. Like, Australians be like, are just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, we're a bit we're we're more, a bit lower, more laid back. We just go, oh, fuck, whatever. Mm. You know, fuck it, I'll just do it. I don't give a fuck. Whereas yeah. the Americans, they're kind of like, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, they're kind of, they're fighting hard um, and good on them. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I I wish we had a little bit of that. A bit more uh, militancy in our opinion. Yeah. 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 It, well, didn't it used to be? It used to be. Um, yeah. And then uh, one of the state governments a couple, about 10 years ago stripped all rights basically, away from unions. Mm. So whereas in the past, like up until about you know, 10, 15 years ago, unions could go, felt that, we're going on strike. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, the government of the day at the time, they kind of just went, well, fuck it, these are the new rules. Mm. Yeah, stiff shit, you can't do this, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um... Which is a giant bag of dicks, if you ask me, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I wonder how many how many people walk in each state and territory. Like you've seen it in the um, uh, in the healthcare system. Yeah. Like in in Queensland, they they um, I think they had like two thousand over two thousand people out of work. Like they were there the day before, and then the next day they were told not to come. Well, you saw the uh, situation in America, um, in New York, like the other week. Mm. Um, their mandatory vax came in the day after it came in, and there was like a large number of stations offline. There was a large number of firefighter shortages. Um, the day it happened, there was multiple, um, like fourth alarm plus structure fires. Yeah, you know, services were stretched in. Like it was, yeah, it was pretty shit. That's gnarly, eh? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what's, uh, yeah, what's, what do you got there? So I've got a couple of articles. One of them I've come across. Um, so this is a guy in Dallas. Uh, he got fired. And I think, yeah, within fucking, it's good. Um, Pending further investigation, his EMS license has been suspended as well due to video surfacing of him kicking a homeless man whilst on a EMS job. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, wow. 
yeah, so basically they were responding to a grass fire, um, and the guy, the firefighter, believed that the homeless man had started it, and you know, he's seen struck him to get off the ground, um, and then kicked him in the head, and he's been he got put on leave. Yeah, he's now been sacked and his license has been suspended. So I think that's a good score. Um there's any coming back from that. There's there's Holy fucking there's no shit. excuse, you know. Like, like actually booting him. Actually there's video footage of him actually booting him, right? But the police were there and they were standing there watching him, right? Oh fucking hell. That just gets worse, doesn't it? That's fucked up. <laughs> Holy shit. Imagine if one of the Ambos did that. Yeah, you just did a job, and oh, we think that homeless guy lit the fire, all right, and then just start laying the boot in. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. That's not on, man. That's like 1930s European nation type shit. <laughs> you were watching Pinky Blinders. <laughs> I'm not naming the European nation, okay? Because <laughs> we don't want to talk about that guy. Um, I sent you an article the other day, too, of the. This kind of ties into the other um, is, is uh, the other question we had regarding the mandatory vaxxers. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, so in LA, the LAFD, over time, because of COVID-19, has cost $22.5 million. dollars Five million, as in, because of staff shortages, because the fire is going sick, um, yeah, because of catching the Rona, yeah, um, man, like, yeah, that's a big cost. It's a massive cost. Um, and their union is fighting the uh, the vaccine mandate as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, the article on Fire Rescue One website uh yeah the article basically goes through and there's all these doctors saying you know it's unreasonable for fireys to be you know wanting to fight these mandates and all this sort of shit but you know we've said it before we're kind of the belief that uh excuse me um everyone's got their own right to choose you know shouldn't be forced to have a jab just to keep your job yeah yeah i I don't, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't get it where these dudes are like getting praised for being heroes one day and then the next day, yeah, they can't go earn a living, yeah, because they haven't had a jab. And it's like, well, yesterday I was free to take that risk and I was putting myself on the line, and tomorrow I'm not allowed to, and th- these are people. Some of them that aren't sick, like they're still healthy. So it's not like they're getting refused to not come to work. Like, don't come to work because you're sick. It's like you're you're perfectly healthy. You're still capable of, you know, knocking down a fire and stuff. And yet they say, oh, "Nah, you can't come back." Pretty gnarly. Yeah. So they're. The United Firefighters of Los Angeles City Local 112 President, I guess that's the union, uh, 
held a news conference outside the union's headquarters and warned about what he said would be a devastating impact on public safety if the city went ahead with plans to terminate firefighters who refused to com- comply with vaccine mandates. Mm. Um, notice, LAFD sent notices out in recent days to unvaccinated employees or unvaccinated city employees, so this is just for the city of LA, uh, informing them that they must submit to and pay for uh, coronavirus testing and be vaccinated by December 18 as a condition of employment unless they receive a medical or religious exemption. Uh, the union said fire department is already facing staffing shortages and that ambulance and fire truck can't operate without appropriate staffing levels. Basically, any fire who doesn't comply by December 18, which, yeah, you need your jabs like three weeks apart, you're kind of not going to get done now. Mm. Um, you're basically going to have no fucking job. And then the LAFD is going to be mega staff, like shortage on staff. Like, mm. It's a mess. Yeah. And people say, oh, there'll be plenty of people to fill those spots. But if 10,000 people just get sucked out of a, an organisation overnight, that's a long time to to fill those people. Yeah, like you got to take into account of training time. Like, what if there's recruits currently going through recruit school that aren't vaccinated? Mm. Like, say you got a recruit class of 25, 30, half of them aren't vaccinated, man. That's half a class gone trying to fill fucking thousands of jobs on some bullshit rule. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's interesting. Apparently, down in Victoria, they've got um, volunteers and and uh, students helping out with ambulance. Yeah, right. Something like that. I, I've seen something about that the other day. Um, I don't know to what extent, or you know, are they, you know, are the volunteers, you know, driving the ambulances? Are they filling in for patient transport? Are they upskilling people? Like. But, yeah, apparently it's not good. But this discussion leads into our next talking point, Mm. uh, respecting others. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a few comments recently, um, various basic firefighting groups, um, but just in general on social media. um, And all this talk around the fucking vaccine mandates kind of made me think of it. There's a lot of people, like we just said, you know, fires be like, oh, I can't, I'm not getting the vaccine, I don't believe in, you know, have it pushed on me, blah, blah, blah. And then other fires turning around going, oh, see ya. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's just, there's no, I, I think this whole two years worth of lockdowns has brought out the worst in people. Yeah. Yeah. And even like you go down the street and, yeah, you know, oh, People just fucking staring at you if you don't have a mask on. Yeah, you know it's like there's no, no respect for other people, um, and what they they're choosing. No respect for other people and their beliefs. No, no respect for mm. basically other people and their opinions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, We've categorized a whole group of people for being either hesitant or choosing not to do something yeah, and saying, hang on, I want this thing to play out, you know, um, and people are saying, oh, it's the, and, and the media's 
got so much to answer for, but it's like they say, oh, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And you go. It's not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. It affects everyone. You can still get it. But, you know, like, yeah. And, and it just turns people against each other, family members. And, yeah, it's like, okay, see ya. You know, it's fucked. Yeah. We need, uh, yeah, you just need to show a bit of respect for other people and, yeah, where they're coming from. Um, it's, I find it quite offensive um, and it basically reflects on your character. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I think just in general, um, if you're going to play out comments on social media, uh, just try and see where the other person's coming from. I just have a bit of empathy. I mean, well, just in life in general, <laughs> yeah. you know, just show a bit of respect towards each other. Like, we've gone through, yeah, people, we've gone through fucking shit in the last two years. We've been made to stay home and sit on our ass for two years. Like, you know, just fucking chill out. Like, just chill out. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, there's zero. There's just zero empathy. There's zero uh, care for other people, and it's it's pretty bad, man. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. I just, yeah, I just don't get it. What was your next one? Uh, the importance of decontaminating after a fire incident. Oh yeah. Um. I am a little bit of a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I am a hazmat train technician. So, uh, yeah, I kind of... Here's far as that the other day, um, a few comments made, yeah, we're going to treat this as uh, this type of incident. They set decon up, um, but in order to get over to where they'd set up decon, you had to walk through the clean area, um, which didn't agree with to start with. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, problem number one for me. Uh, and then, you know, oh, while you're waiting, while they're setting up decon, which would have already been set up, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of <laughs> wasn't doing anything. But again, this is coming from Hazmat looking at it. Um, yeah, they're going, I'll just take your BA off. Yeah, it'll be fine. Just like, no, no, Mm. I'm going to wait. I'm going to stay like this. So, yeah, you come out of a job and decon's not set up. Like, first port of calls, yeah, if motor driver can, on the first day, they want to get them quick, they give you a quick hit before you actually get in the main decon. Um, but don't have your contaminated people walking through a clean area. Mm. Um, get your decon set up. Like if you get you know three, four pumps there, and the fourth pumps like sitting around scratching their ass, like get them set up on decon while the work's still going. Yeah. Um, or even specifically ask for a hazmat pump to turn up for decon. Yeah. Um, which you can do. Um, Especially if you're changing out cylinders and all that sort of shit yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, they've got all the gear. They can set up. They can set up showers, all sorts of stuff, um, which is pretty cool. 
But you don't want to go through one of those fucking showers <laughs> in your destruction gear. It'll take the skin off an elephant. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they can they can get the de- like get the decon set up. So don't have people walking through your clean area. Yeah. Get over the decon. Make sure it's set up and set up pretty quick. So guys aren't standing around dirty, mm. having people who are clean come up and talk to them. Mm. Um, and don't be saying to people who are still dirty, oh, I'll just take your VA off and yeah, yeah it should be right. You'll be right. Like, that's old school, man. Like, yeah, do that shit. Yeah, covered in crap, like insulation and yeah, all that possibly shit. asbestos. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's just my little hot take on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, I. Uh, it like grinds your gears, eh? It does, it does. <laughs> um, but it's an important practice that for a lot of years got ignored. Mm. Um, and, yeah, we're making a lot of headway now. Yeah. Uh, and there's some really great people in organisations around the country um, and even around the world who are pushing for it. But there's some people who are just kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, we didn't do that back in my day. Yeah. You know, so we've got to, got to change that dynamic, you know. <laughs> All about, uh, so for everyone at home, this is um, what, third or fourth time? You, you, you're you like, it's grinding your gears. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Which is, I get it because... Yeah, I'm like that too. I um, I was at a, a bushfire and I was handing out those responder wipes. Yep. Literally seeing one of the boys, not on my truck, but used it as a napkin because they were eating. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck's so... the point? Like, they don't get the importance of just basic. Like, that's a that's a decon wipe, man. Like, that's, a, that's an extra thing you can do. Yeah, you're in a bushfire. Yeah, I was like, I was like, fucking greasy ass fingers from a KFC box <laughs> using so, that. Funny story. My uh, old station. I've since transferred. Um, my old station. We had the responder watch for the pump, and I was sitting in the back with one of the guys, and we're coming back, and he just he scoffed his lunch in the truck, like, and he'd had chicken as well, you know, he brought it for one of the takeaway shots and greasy and he grabbed one of the responder wipes and started wiping his hands with it in his face and I looked at him and what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, I just cleaned my hands. And I'm like, that's not for that. He goes, what do you mean? I said, it's for fucking decon after a fire. Like it's not for fucking wiping your hands off your greasy chicken. That's what your fucking refresher towels for in your bloody box, mate. Like yeah, like an idiot. You go. You can decon on my hands in fucking food oils. Well, maybe you should have fucking picked a healthier option. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It just pissed me off. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like same as that housewife. You know, I was just saying about the decon. I had the packet of respond wipes in the bag. I you know whipped it out, wiped myself down. Had the packet there, and everyone else would come out of BA. I was like, Yeah, you want to wipe, wipe yourself down? And they're like, No, nah, no, nah, I don't use them. What are they? Never use them. So it's a decon wipe, you know, wipe face, wipe, give your skin a wipe, get rid of some of the shit yeah. off you before you go back and have a shower. And like, Oh, but I'm going back for shower anyway. Like, we're going to be here for another fucking two hours. Like, yeah, get some of the crap off you now. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're like, no, no, it'll be okay, it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you get hands or signs, decom wipes, responder wipes, fire wipes, um, there's a few other brands out there. Mm. Fire wipes and responder wipes are hands down the best two on the market. Um, get your hands on them, yeah. fucking use them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd headbutt anyone who's using them as a fucking napkin. Like, <laughs> mate, no one, no one sort of gets it or puts any effort in. But uh, one of the boys, he's he's not new, but he um, well, well, when he was new, I had to respond to why I was like, oh, what's this? I said, mate, and I pulled him aside. I was like, none of these fucks care about decon. I said, but. I assure you, if these are on the truck, get it. I, and, I, and I said, wipe, 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 your, wipe your face over. And it was uh, at a car fire. Yep. Right? You had BA on and all that. Um, and it was so dirty. It's like, it, it just, it looked like he'd, he'd been kicking up dust all day. Like, it, yeah. it, like all that crap come off him. And, um, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah. I was like, use this shit, man. I said, you don't want to take it home to your family, you know, or, you know, whatever, like take it back to the station. Like, dude, don't even take your fucking clothes home and wash them at home. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? And, but, and, and I, I thought, I just need to get to this dude early, eh? Yeah. So my, uh, my socks, um, the shorts and t-shirt I had on underneath my turnouts, um, even my underwear, I washed them at the station in the station machine. Like, I was not taking that home and washing home. No. After I was like, fuck that. And if the station didn't have a machine, I was just going to go wash it in the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> There's some rando shit. Yeah, with all the meth heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coin laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, man. I love a good laundromat. <laughs> oh, no, shit. seriously, don't. Don't take them home. Get them cleaned properly. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was another question I sent on Insta. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, from our good friend Flamebird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's have a look. <laughs> you want to bring um, that up? While you're doing that, I just want to give a shout out to everyone. We just sent another one there then. I uh, got the email. Um, thank you, everyone who is donating or has donated so far to uh, our MND. Or motor neuron disease fundraiser. Bye. Um had a few come in, which is great. Uh, so thanks for your support. So stupid me, I don't set my phone up so I can record oh, me, workouts. Um, but I am doing workouts sort of every day. Oh, excuse me, sorry, I got the burst, sorry. Bloody hell. <laughs> um, very professional. Um, no, nah, I've been doing workouts, uh, with, you know, basically everything's sort of centered around that uh, 1504. Um and in New South Wales, quarries do a fundraiser. Um, the fifteen oh four is the stairs it takes to get to the top of um, Centre Point Tower, or Sydney Tower, whatever everybody else called these days. Um, and normally that's the thing you do it in full structure gear, BA on your back, helmet, everything up the tower you go as quick as you can. Um, can't do it because of COVID, which would be shit. Uh, so still into the, our own fundraisers this year. Um, we've jumped on. We've done it previous years. Just we took a bit of a break. Um, and yeah, man, like one of my brother's mates was he died from motor neuron disease. Yeah. Um, 
and we got friendly with the the guy who uh, was the inspiration behind the Sydney event as well. Um, and he tragically died from MND as well. Um, if you don't know what motor neuron disease, it's it goes by a few different names. Like it's, yeah, ALS uh, or Lou Gehrig's disease over in the states. Um, it's basically like a a disease that randomly hits people, like just hits random people. Um, mm. And just start shutting down these like receptors and you know, message delivery systems in your body, and you end up like your body just slowly shuts down over time. And there's no cure. Um, the money raised off this is helping lead world leading research in finding a cure. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the last I heard, the professor was kind of like on the knife edge of finding. A, like, a possible solution to it um, that could still be several years away anyway. So, and there's no government funding for the research either. So it all comes from donations from events like this. So yeah, thank you to everyone who so far has donated. Um, it's been it's great. How much you up to? Uh, let me just see. I got a target of three hundred bucks, so I kept it pretty, yeah, pretty low key. Um, Where are we up to? Oh, Apple Friend Flamebird, massive donation. Thank you. Got up to one hundred ninety-five dollars out of three hundred. That's awesome. So, want to thank you all very much. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just stoked with this the donation that's just come in actually like it's yes, brilliant um Flamebird thank you yeah <laughs> uh, what was her question on Insta um it was oh shit that's heaps good yeah um it was um how much it feels cruel to see it rain this much two years since that summer. Uh, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it is um, cool. Just shows there's no climate change. No. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's great that uh, it's raining this much because um, – Large parts of our country have suffered with drought for a long time. Yeah. Uh, downside to it raining this much um, is the floods, which then wipes out crops and everything else that they work hard for. Um, but hopefully it gets rid of some of the mice that have been plaguing oh, <laughs> western parts. Drown those little fucks, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Mate. Um, yeah, so I think. For me, I like I like the rain. Um, I think it's great that we got we're getting some now. Uh, and I mean, I couldn't do shit during those bushfires anyway. Couldn't get on anything. So it's <laughs> 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 the sore point. So I'm happy it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, for me. Um. Yeah, I I think it's good. I um. As we know, everything happens in cycles. So, like, yeah, a couple of years ago, you know, it was fucking. Like climate change, it's a cycle. <laughs> yeah. It is Mother Nature. Yeah. And this is her 
Cycle. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Everything <laughs> has to be the cycle. <laughs> I knew where you were going with. We're changing that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, um, yeah, a couple of years ago, it was just sort of perfect uh, that it all kicked off and well, that that much. It was a perfect storm, wasn't it? Yeah. Dry, hot, dry. ton of litter. Yeah. Shitload of, yeah. Um, fuel and stuff. Um, we're going to get more of those summers as oh, we go on. Yeah, you know? of and course. Like even, you know, I've been firing now for 15 years mm. and it's in that short bit of time. Like I know guys have been firing longer and they're all saying the same thing. Just in my short time, my little experience, bushfires are getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. You remember 2013 though. Oh yeah, like that. That that seemed like worst ever. Yeah, um, but that's what I mean. Like that was bad, and mm. now we're getting worse than that again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I. You reckon they? Do you reckon they're gonna get even worse than what two years ago? I reckon they will in the future for sure. Well, what about like the ninety three or ninety four bushfires and stuff? Like the Victorian ones and all that. I think if you look at scale, uh there was an oath already. Lance like Yeah, that land, two years ago was the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. Um like ninety four was bad. Mm. Um the what are they, Black Saturday mm. Victorian ones, like Yeah. That was shocking. Yeah. Um and like that were that were devastating wars, you know, like that were massive as well. Mm. But all those people killed and yeah. Right, yeah. But I think as the way our country is, I think we're just going to get mm. you know ones kind of on that scale more often. More or something. often, yeah. Yeah, well, it's already been two years. Well, we've had two wet summers now, so yeah. That's well, what I mean. I think it's just going to cycle, like yeah, yeah. You know, maybe in a couple more years, it'll it'll fucking. Yeah. Explode again. Um, basically just drench the ground. But you know, like you still got December, January, February to go. Yeah, um, I think we're in for a wet one though. Yeah. 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 What is it? El Nino or some shit. Uh La Nina, isn't it? The wet one? Oh yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> I feel it in my bones that it's gonna be a wet one. So <laughs> <laughs> you fucking crypt keeper. I'm, like, I'm like an old Tommy sailor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, something I wanted to touch on. Yeah. Right. Um, sort well, the of the first time you've touched on something, but uh, you, <laughs> you wait. I don't, I don't know how you're going to get out of this place without getting touched. Um, so yeah. Um, so being a firefighter isn't you. And what I mean by that is your job isn't you. So don't count on it as your total personality. Yeah. Right? There's much more to you than just being a firefighter. And it's not a personality trait. Like in some ways it can influence your personality because you can drive through a town and be like, hey, see that building? Yeah, it's burnt the fuck down. Hey, I cleaned some dude off the road there. Uh, you know, like, you know, and it can shape your humour and the way you look at things and how you respond to things and all that. 
course, but it's not the sum total of you. Yeah. So just chill out, right? So when you're not on shift, chill like that. You're not on, on call or whatever. Just chill out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like um, it's very good to be proud of what you do because you serve the community and all that sort of, sh you know, bullshit. Um, but also you're a normal person in the regards of you, just, you still go to Woolies, you, you know, still have kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, all that sort of shit, yep. you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not a personality trait. <laughs> You know, don't make fucking TikToks. So that that what you've just said, um, I read very similar, um, articulated a bit different. <laughs> Probably <laughs> um, not as well. <laughs> read very similar in um, uh, one of Ian Middleton's books. Oh yeah. Um, and he was saying he yeah you'll pull people from the crowd up on stage, yeah, you know, and you'll go, who are you? And most of them will go, first off, they'll answer with their job title. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm Matt. I'm a firefighter. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but who are you? So the correct answer is, you know, you're a husband, wife, buddy, father, mother, whatever. Your job title is the last thing that you mm. pop out. So it's not, like you were just saying, it's not your personality trait it's not your be all end all of who you are mm. you know who you are is you know a brother a fucking son mm. a dad a mother whatever like yeah yeah fucking yeah chill out man <laughs> yeah yeah fucking hate man like yeah yeah the thing is like um if if you if you died tomorrow, like organizations and businesses and stuff, on. they're getting someone by Monday. Yeah. Like, you know, like your friends will miss you, your family will miss you, obviously. That's a that's a loss and stuff, of course. But uh, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, <laughs> your wife, two days a week, right? <laughs> You're That's how about. close we are. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone shit. I'm part-time Anyway, anyway. <laughs> They're like, Daddy Chris, can you take me to Macca's for breakfast? I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> <All good. laughs> um, yeah, I um, yeah, I just think with all that sort of stuff, um, yeah, you just got to be wary of that. You're not going to give your whole life over to, yeah, the, uh, the organisation or the business or whatever you're working for. Yeah, I think... Uh, we could really go down the rabbit hole on social media on this one, but I don't think we will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've sort of covered it with TikToks and stuff before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just be mindful of how you're portraying yourself. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got. I'm yeah, right. man. Ooh, 47 minutes. Nice one. Nice. Um, yeah, bro. Is that so it? So that's it, but we'll make a quick announcement. So, yeah, we've got the shirts up. Pre-order, mm -hmm. um, and on December two, 
we are going to be recording with a special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, that special guest at this day, or at this stage, it's December 2. Uh, but yeah, sometimes life happens. Um, and it doesn't yeah. go ahead. Uh, but we will be recording over Zoom with uh, Annette Zapp from Fire Rescue Fitness. I hope I pronounced that correctly as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's pretty cool. Um, been following her stuff on Insta for a little while yeah, now. Yeah, it's been a while. Yankee. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she's got quite a quite a good story to tell. Um, diving into the mental health aspect of firefighting. Okay. Cool. So yeah, it's uh, it's a bit raw at times. I've heard her story before. Uh, so it's going to be a good one. So be ready for that one to drop. Sweet. Yeah. He's good, man. All right. Um, yeah. Check out the pre-order. Um, yeah, we're going to probably have some um, coffee up soon as well. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I haven't put that up yet. <laughs> I've been busy. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, code1crew.com. Um, donate to Matt's um, climb thingy, and uh, that's it. Yeah, good. Sweet as. All righty. All right. See you, guys. See ya.